Hilchas Nachlas, the laws of inheritance, chapter 10, this chapter contains eight halochas, dealing with certain details about the distribution and division of inherited property among the heirs. Haloche Aleph, Shnei Achim, if there were two brothers, Shecholku, who divided the property under the assumption that they were the only brothers, and they divided the property in two shares, Ubalahem Ochme Medina Sayom, and then some, some unknown brother now showed up from overseas and proved that he was a brother and entitled to a share, or if there were even three brothers, and they divided the property, and then a creditor of the estate, someone to whom money was owned, came, and he took away the property, the share of one of the brothers, in satisfaction of their father's debt, Afilu notal then even if when they had divided the property they divided it, one of them took the cash and one of them took the real estate, so that the assumption is the one who took the cash took it knowing that it might be stolen from him. And nevertheless, he took it upon himself, even though real estate cannot be stolen. He took the cash and took the chance of having it stolen from him so, uh, with the assumption that therefore he would not be liable for things for which the real estate is liable. He would not be at the disadvantage of real estate, that is, that it could be taken by some creditor. Nevertheless, in all of these cases, Botlomachlekes, the in original distribution of the property is null and void. And after the claims have against the estate have been satisfied, the property is redistributed to begin with and is distributed equally after the claims have been satisfied. Someone who commanded when he was dying that a certain person should be given a date tree or a certain field from his property. He gave it as a gift. And then he died and his sons, the brother, that is the, the brothers who inherited from him divided the property and they didn't give that person anything and so the gift that was supposed to be given to that person fell into the share of one of the brothers the distribution is null and void what do they do then? they give the gift as was commanded by the one from whom they inherited, then they go back and distribute the property again as they should have done at first. Brothers who divided their father's property, when, uh, meanwhile, they've been uh, living and using the expenses, uh, paying their expenses, and they, they've been using money that belonged to the uh, joint property. Now, when they divide the property, we evaluate the clothes that they're wearing that they bought from joint money. And this, each person, uh, we evaluate how much he spent on his clothing that he's wearing. And this is deducted from his share. However, clothing that their sons and daughters are wearing, which they bought for their children from the joint property of the estate, this is not deducted. 
And also, uh, the clothing that their wives are wearing is not to be deducted. Because they have already taken possession of it for themselves. When does this rule apply that we do not make a deduction for the clothing that the sons and daughters and wives are wearing? The big day choil, the or the first set of garments, the ordinary weekday garments that they wear. Avol the big day If, however, they bought an extra finer set of garments for Shabbos and Yom Tiv, Shamin Mashalayim. For that, we make a deduction for what the uh, w- wives and children are wearing. Someone who died and left over his children as orphans, some of them were grown up and some of them were young children, and now they want to divide and distribute the property of the father, so that the older children, the ones who are over Bar Mitzvah, can receive their share and do as they please with it. What do we do to protect the interests of the younger children? The Bezdin has to appoint a guardian for the young children. And when they come to distribute the property, these guardians make a claim on behalf of the children and see that they are given a fine share, a good share of the property. And later on, when these young children become bar mitzvah and they're able to attend to their own affairs, if they are not satisfied with the selection that the guardian selected for, for them among their, their father's property, they have no claim here and they cannot protest the distribution. Because it was by the authorization of the Bezdin that the Apatropos, the guardian, received Receive this share on their behalf. If when Bezdin made the distribution and oversaw the distribution, if they made a mistake in the value of some of the property, and because of this, some piece of property that one of the young children received in his share was undervalued by one-sixth, was overvalued by one-sixth, so that he received less than his fair share by one-sixth, then they can protest the distribution. And then they nullify the original distribution and they divide the property once again after all the children are bar mitzvah. Someone who died, and he left behind heirs, some of whom were grown up and some were children. While this person was still alive, and while he was dis- uh, taking care of the distribution of his property, one of the things he's supposed to do, a person who is sick and is distributing his property, one of the things he's supposed to do is to appoint a guardian, who will take care of and do business with the share of the young children, until he becomes bar mitzvah. And if the father failed to appoint such a guardian while he was alive, then Bezdin has to appoint a guardian, not only as we learned in the previous halacha, so that this guardian will see that they take their fair share of the property, but even after the share is given to them, there has to be a guardian here to see to the uh, t- to taking care of their share of the property. 
until uh, they will become bar mitzvah. And even though the father failed to do so, why is it Bezdin's uh, job to do this, to appoint the guardian? Because Bezdin is considered the father of the orphans. If the one... Uh, whose property was to be inherited if while he was alive he commanded saying I do not wish any guardians to be appointed the small children's share is to be given to the small child and let him even though he's a small child let him do with his share as he himself sees fit the father is permitted to do so and similarly, if the one whose property was to be inherited did appoint a guardian for the small children, cotton or isha avid, but the guardian that he appointed was a small child or a woman or a slave, since it's his property, he has a right to appoint such a guardian. Avol, ein bezdin memanen apetropis. However, if bezdin appoints uh, and the guardian, Bezdin may not appoint a guardian, Loisha, not a woman, Veloyevet, nor a slave, Veloy cotton, nor a small child, Veloy Amhaoritz, nor an Amhaoritz, Shahu Becheskas Because since an Amhaoritz is not engaged in the study of Torah and the doing of mitzvahs, uh, we assume uh, that he's suspected of doing an Avera also and that he will misappropriate the property. Therefore, when Bezdin appoints a guardian, they have to carefully examine the person to see that he is a trustworthy person, and a person who can do great deeds, and someone who knows what he's doing and is able to make deals that will be to the advantage of the orphans, and one who can have their interest at heart and can make claims, proper claims on their behalf. And someone who is well acquainted and knows how to handle business in a worldly fashion, so that he can protect and preserve property, and make a profit with it. And such a person is to be appointed as a guardian for small children, regardless of whether of who he is, whether he is a person who is not related, or if he's a relative of the child, this doesn't matter. Except that, as we learned in a previous chapter, if the guardian is a relative, then he should not be allowed to go down and take care of real estate property, because later on, people may be mistaken and think that it is his property. If Bezdin appointed a guardian for small children, and then they heard a rumor about him that he's eating and drinking, and he's uh, going to expenses at the expense of the estate, he's distributing money and uh, undertaking expenses, and the expenses that he's going to 
and the eating and drinking that they hear he's doing, and the money that he's spending, they hear that's more than one could assume that uh, he himself owns, and therefore the suspicion is that it's not his own money he's spending, but it's the money of the orphans that he's spending. Then they are permitted to suspect this, that perhaps he is spending the money of the orphans, and they put him aside, they remove him from his position, and they appoint another guardian. However, if it was not Bezdin that appointed him, if it was the father of the orphans who had appointed him while still alive, then he cannot be removed from his position. Because even though we know that he's not spending money that he had, we know that he didn't have this much money to spend, maybe he found money. However, if witnesses came and clearly testified that he is destroying and losing the money of the orphans and not taking care properly, then then he is removed from his job. And the Geoinim uh, have that Bezdin can make him swear an oath that he has not taken anything that does not belong to him. Since we see that he is causing a loss over here, therefore we're afraid that he also took something that wasn't his, and they can make him swear that he did not take it. And a similar law applies to a guardian who was appointed by the father of the orphans, and he was known to be a good person and to be a just and upright person, a person who runs after mitzvahs to do them, and later on he changed over to become a glutton and a drunkard, and doing things that bring suspicion upon him that he has become a thief, and he was doing things that were contrary to rabbinical decree and doing things that uh, are similar to robbery and a misappropriation of money, then Bezdin is required to remove him, even though the father of the orphan had appointed him, but the father appointed him under the assumption that he was a good person, and now he has changed his ways and become evil. And they have to make him swear that he did not take anything that's not his. And to get a proper and fitting, and then Bezna has to get a proper and fitting guardian for the orphans. And all of these things, uh, these are not hard and fast rules here, but everything is to be done according to the way the judges see fit. Because every Bezdin is considered to be the father of the orphans that are in their jurisdiction. A child who became bar mitzvah, even if he was eating and drinking more than his fair share, and more than he ought to be eating and drinking, and he was losing his money, and squandering his money, and he continuously did so, and went, he went on evil ways, and did not behave properly, nevertheless, Bezdin does not withhold his property from him, and Bezdin does not appoint a guardian to take care of his property, even though it 
it's inherited property, Bezin does not appoint a guardian since he's already bar mitzvah. Unless the father or other person from who inherited, he inherited it, had commanded such, and he commanded it that the money should not be given to him even when he's bar mitzvah, he commanded that the money should only be given if he is behaving properly and he is handling money successfully. Or if the father commanded that the money should not be given to him until a certain time that was a long time later. In such a case, then, a guardian is kept even after bar mitzvah. But otherwise, his property is not withheld from him if the father didn't command this. And when he's bar mitzvah, no matter how he behaves, he still is to receive his property. However, in idiot or an insane person or a deaf mute even though they are over 13 they are assumed to be like small children and they never reach their legal majority and in all cases Bezen has to appoint a guardian to see after their affairs